Elena. Yes. Your eyebrows look fierce. Yes, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to So Taco. Two side hustles in a microphone. With So Bonita and Taco Gear. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of So Taco. This is episode number 16, oh, I believe. Who's counting? In the season of guests. Yes. And we have a really special guest this week, so thanks we for do. tuning in. Uh, my name is Gerald Flores with Taco Gear, and I'm joined by my wife. Elena Flores with So Bonita. Who's trying not to rub her eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> Why are you trying not to rub your eyebrows? Because I just got them done on what'd Friday. You, we'll get more into that, but what? just uh, real quick, what'd you get done? I got, I got my eyebrows mic- microbladed. For a, you had another session, right? Yes. They look yes. really good. Yeah, they do. They They're look really bitching. good. I have a story, and we'll get into that when we're okay. <laughs> about the very first time. Oh, you got I remember them. that. Yeah. I think I've told it before, but I know we have a lot of new listeners, yeah. so it's okay. We'll do it again. Um, I'm super excited about this guest. I think the whole season of guesting that we've been doing has been really, really beneficial because of the fact that we have so many different types of people. It's a different variety. It's a diverse group of people. Huge. Different ages, different everything. Hustlers, full-timers, side hustlers, whatever. It's just so yeah. different. We've had tattoo artists. Tattoo artists. We've had um, comedians. Comedians, personal trainers. Food people. Foodies, yeah. All kinds of stuff. So Crazy. this is actually, uh, next week will be our finale of this season yeah and we have two really special guests who will be uh you and me yes you're gonna interview me and i'm gonna interview you okay and we're gonna wrap up this whole season cool but not to worry the next season starts the following week (laughs) so they don't have to wait (laughs) there's no breaks between these seasons so yeah obviously okay lena tell us who we have here and let's introduce our guests okay so we have the amazing tina lane with gold dust cosmetic tattooing Hi guys. We Thank have sound effects, Tina. Me. We have sound effects. <laughs> I mean Let you me brought hear it. you like brought some flashing <laughs> lightning thunder. Bring okay, it. I don't have those. But no. <laughs> Tina brought her entourage. Tina, yeah. thank you for coming. Thank yeah, you. Tina. Thank you for thank having you. me. It's an Absolutely. honor to be here. Appreciate uh, it. First thing I'll say is our dog is just cling, all over clinging you. to you. Which yeah. is uh, she seems tame now, but she was all over you, which is beautiful. She loves you. Yeah, that is beautiful. Uh, I mean, I probably prefer animals over humans, so it works for Same me. Same girl. Actually, I Same. I can relate, and I think everyone listening can relate too. Same. Um, so Tina does a lot of stuff, and I need she does. You need to you need to introduce what she does. So Tina and I we became friends when okay she's the one that did my brows my eyebrows, and so we became friends when I became one of her customers about what two years ago Tina like two uh, or three years ago maybe maybe longer than that okay Pro- probably so probably around three or so years ago because yeah. it was still when I was inside of Pinnacle yeah yeah so yeah it's been several years and so I think I found Tina because she had done Barbie Leo's eyebrows yes. And I was like, oh, bitch, I got to get this done. Yeah. And so she so I made an appointment and I went. And then while we were talking, we we realized we had a lot of friends, um, similar friends, mm-hmm. Jessica Davila Burnett, mm-hmm. Omar Lopez, mm-hmm. and of course, mm-hmm. Natalie Flores. And then she put one and one together. She's like, oh, my God, you're so when he done all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we just became mm-hmm. really good friends. Mm-hmm. And I've um, you've, you've just been in my life since then. And so. I really love being seeing you, Tina, because one, and I think we talked about this in this last Friday when I went to see you, was the difference between this past Friday and then like three years ago. The glow up is real, y'all. Like <laughs> she's got her own studio now. It's not a room in, inside Pinnacle. For those of you that are listening, Pinnacle is a tattoo shop here in Corpus Christi who's been in business since 2007. Mm-hmm. Family owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina and her husband own it. Um and so now Tina has her own studio next door. It's a, a nice little building next door, super cute and very feminine. And I love it. And she's just amazing. And I love that I've seen your growth, Tina. I Thank mean, you. and it's so inspiring to all Thank the ladies you. that are listening or anybody that's just starting a business because you worked within your limits, yeah. right? And you, right. You, you knew that, okay, I'm going to start here in Pinnacle. Did When you were, before Goldust started, were you what were you doing in pinnacle so a short background is um my professional history is legal okay um i had no artistic talents to speak of yeah um and when we opened pinnacle we had a huge influx as you see on the streets of corpus bad tattoos and so that then lent to the thought of laser tattoo removal. Mm-hmm. And so kind of, um, you know, optimizing a business plan, having 
a hand in each pocket, my husband and two sons and other tattooers will put them on and I will take off bad tattoos so that they can continue to put better ones on. (laughs) I love it. That was how that, um, that came about. And then, um, within a few years, my father had been diagnosed with cancer Mm -hmm. And so I started doing a lot of volunteer work with our local chapter of American Cancer Society. And I guess when you just start spending a great deal of time with people, and it's especially time spent under an emotional premise, mm-hmm. um, you you build, you start to cultivate a bond, not necessarily a friendship, but a bond. And mm-hmm. you're, you're leaning on them for comfort while they're leaning on you for manpower and it just works. It worked for us. So, um, while I was at a benefit for ACS, they had suggested or a woman had suggested that I tattoo these ladies who are climbing up their mountain. And I said, well, that's really a fabulous idea, except I'm not a tattooer. She just made the assumption that because I owned a tattoo shop that I was a tattooer. Mm -hmm. So I chuckled and, you know, left and, um, I told my husband about it and he laughed harder than I did. (laughs) And, um, every two months I had the luxury of flying back home to Arizona, which is where I'm from and spending four days with my father. Mm -hmm. And during one of those visits, I had told him about this conversation and, um, you know, I'm a pretty analytical person and I don't really think in abstract thoughts. I think more in black and white and um, numbers and focus, not this could be really pretty if we did this over here and this over here. I I just don't think that way. I'm just very analytical. So in talking with my father, he wide-eyed and... um, heartfelt said what a huge gift that could be to ladies Tina Murray and I just thought well you know dad you're right but I'm not an artist and um you know he's always just kind of said you're you're not anything you don't try to be which is true It's very true very true so I came home from that visit and spoke with Chris about it and at the time training for microbleeding was very limited at best and so um i spoke with a tattoo friend in the austin area and she had recommended this particular place in dallas and so i just did it um i went and i took this like five day course and i learned nothing but I received several certifications that said I knew everything I needed to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That sounds, that <laughs> and then scary. I went to the frame up and I framed them and they looked legit. And all <laughs> of a sudden I was a professional. That's all it so took. I will tell you the truth. My saving grace in my success was twofold. One, I had the luxury of a, um, reputation that was well built and established off the back of pinnacle Mm -hmm. so people trusted me straight away right Mm -hmm. secondly i had my husband who's well versed as a tattooer in skin pigments the elasticity the the density the lack of there's a huge difference between a 20 year old skin and a 50 year old skin right Nobody ever talked about that in that class that I paid all that money for. So my husband became my teacher. And so I was really, really fortunate to have him. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that just kind of okay. never, ever did I open a door thinking that I was going to do this as like a legit. I love that story. Job. That, that it, it, it fell in, in right at the right time. That the universe it spoke did. and said that it to did. you. It did. Um, and, you know, the truth is this career has helped define my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to dismiss my family. Those are two very separate and yeah. distinct 
elements right. of, of myself. But professionally, um, the women and men that I come in contact with with regularity, um, I mean, they change me every day. Every day I meet somebody um, who just kind of leaves a little piece of their heart with me. Yeah. And, and I hope that I'm able to do that with them. And um, it's just a gift. It really is a gift. So I like how you said you just did it. Yeah. Like you just yeah. decided to do it, which yeah. is something that we preach a lot on this channel because there's a lot of people, I'm thinking of doing this, I'm thinking of doing yeah. that, and, and like, just do it. So here's the thing. Um, in life, you have lots of options. You know, there are, there are, anything you want to do is an option. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are lots of challenges and we can very easily talk our, ourselves out of something or talk yeah. ourselves into something. And so I'm not a talker. I don't mm -hmm. talk about anything because I don't want to share my ideas with anybody <laughs> right. because I don't want somebody to take my idea. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I just want to show up right. and show out. Mm -hmm. That's go. what I want to do. Yes. Um, I also think that if you think about something long enough, you could probably talk yourself out of it. Absolutely. This is true. Pretty quickly. Yeah. The fear sinks in a lot more too. And you find Absolutely. new reasons to not do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, when I was in Dallas, the instructor, unbeknownst to me, and I didn't know all these Facebook tagging, like I'm just so not tech savvy, I don't give a <laughs> shit about it. And so she tagged me uh -huh. in this, like, oh, this student is doing so well, she's going to slay it, blah, 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 blah. Cool for her to say that. Really, it was awful, but she thought I was something. And so that night when I went to my hotel room and I opened up Facebook, I am not kidding you. I had probably, I mean, there was between 50 and 100 responses that oh, wow. I had to acknowledge. And I was like, oh, my God. And every one, every single one was, I'm ready. I want you to do my brows. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, do you understand that I've never done this on a human being? <laughs> this is your face. This is your face. Yeah. You cannot put on a good pair of jeans and hide this. <laughs> <laughs> it's either going to look good or it's not. Yeah. There is no in between. I, you know, and, and when it, you, you tattooed cancer patients, yeah. It had to have been like life changing for you. So here's the thing with that: <clears throat> it's um, there is so many elements that you must consider when you are when you're working with um, not just cancer patients, but people with autoimmune disorders, people right. with thyroid issues, um, people with alopecia. All of this, in some way, they will react differently to the pigments. Mm -hmm. And so for me, a great deal of time has been spent on researching what the best pigments on the market are today. And of course that will change with regularity because everything's constantly evolving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But my biggest um, concern and a large part of our conversation specifically with cancer um patients is the interface of their chemo radiation and then medication and how that could change or transfer the color of the pigment mm -hmm. and in some instances um, it's it's turned like a, a beautiful brown to maybe a lighter gray type mm -hmm. color um, but those are all very transparent conversations that are had well ahead of time and and they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. Right. And who am I to care? Yeah. You know, what it gives them is the basic shape. And if they needed to put powder or whatever, right. over, then right. that's what they choose to do. But <clears throat> it's an interesting thought when you, as a woman, when you think of getting ill um, with cancer and you think um, I may lose my hair, I may lose my brows, I may lose my boobs. What's the first thing that scares you with that thought? Um, not looking like a woman. Yeah. My loss of femininity. Right. So for me, the last thing I think about are my boobs mm -hmm. because like, I mean, there's magic in bras and yeah. surgery and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
my hair immediately it, if you if you don't have it it's instinctively people know you're sick right or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you get that like you get that look of empathy or of sorrow or of I mean some people don't know how to handle it and so they're giving you not a very pleasant look and yeah. it's not intentional they just don't know how to handle it they're just it. uncomfortable uncomfortable yeah. it's right. exactly right, right. right. Yeah. so um I feel like this is just an opportunity to just share a little bit of shine with these people. Yeah, because, I mean, you can get a head turban or a wig. Right. That's right. You can't put anything on your face right. to supplement an right. eyebrow right. other than, you know, makeup or cosmetic right. without it. And looking. let's be real, that that's hard. It is like, hard. Who who has the extra thirty minutes to, a I'm day telling you. to like? Okay, I've got my left brow looks fantastic. Now I got to try and do the I right know. brow. And I'm telling you, when I went to I mean, Vegas and I nightmare. had my makeup done, yeah. the woman spent twenty minutes on my eyebrows. I fell asleep they, in the room. I know, <laughs> and they were maddening. They were perfection. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I was, was like, nice. how can I get this every day? Yeah. like no, bitch, I'm not doing that. For That's right. <laughs> no, <laughs> gotta get a microbladed. No, in fact, when I started doing this professionally, it was really a running joke between my husband and myself because I am not a makeup person. Uh-huh. Like I'm just not, I don't have time. I'm busy and I don't care enough. I love skin products, yeah, but I don't care about like, is my highlighter on point? Yeah. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> but my husband was like, so babe, you're going to start wearing some makeup now, huh? Like dead silence. I'm like, why? What do you mean? Why do I have to do that? And he's like, well, you know, you're going to tattoo it. You probably need to look like you know how to put it on. Oh, shit. <laughs> Game changer. Game changer for us. So, um, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Um, it's, it's, it's really, it's interesting to hear you talk about um, finding your place yeah. now. Because I think a lot of times, you know, some of our listeners, and I think just society in general now, everyone assumes they need to hurry up and find their place. Yeah. Especially when they're really young. Right. And I think a lot of it's because, just of everything they're seeing. They're seeing the polished versions of everyone online. They don't see the, the, hard, don't see the, the hustle and the work. Yeah. One of the things that I talk about here is I, I love watching YouTube and I see a lot of really big people just skyrocket on YouTube. Yeah. A lot of filmmakers and have yeah. channels and they explode. But a lot of, but they were filmmakers and doing this for 10, 15 years before. Here's the thing though. We're living in a society where everything looks fucking perfect. Right? Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It is. It's straight bullshit. Because, you know, you see these um, posts of like, I'm in Greece and I'm living my best life and da, 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 da. And those are magical moments. But then you come home and you're grinding yeah. hard yeah. Right. to pay for that next trip. Exactly. Share it all so that people understand that, it's okay to do it all. You know, now we have we have young adults who feel like they're failing because they're just working nine to five. And, and you hear what I'm saying? They're just working nine to five. Right. Be proud. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you do. Be proud of it. But for some reason, we're seeing this shift in everything having to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And it's not. You know, life just isn't always pretty. That doesn't mean that there's not pretty moments. I mean, there's some pretty magical moments, and those moments can happen every single day. And they're worth celebrating, for sure. They are worth celebrating, you know. But when when you present as everything is perfect every single day, what do you... Yeah. Why? Why? You know, I think I am so fortunate. I have I do feel like I have an amazing life and I I don't ever consider myself lucky because I've worked my ass off for it so I consider myself very fortunate yeah but I mean the truth is I wake up in the morning I go to the gym some days I've gone to the gym with my pants on inside out not realizing (laughs) it happens girl it happens then I go to I come home I eat I do whatever and then I go to work and I don't need to post about all of that to me, that's magic. Yeah. Right. But it's not, it's not pretty. It's just life. It's life, right. You know, but in some weird culture we that we've created now, it's like everything, 
Nobody's eating a peanut butter and jelly. They're eating avocado toast with cracked red pepper and little sprouts. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Right, yeah. right. I, like, I, we just need to get back to the basics. Right, yeah. right. Just get back to the basics. That's all. Well, and I think, Tina, like you're one of the hardest working women I know, like for sure. And, and, um, which, and your business is so reputable, Pinnacle is so reputable and Goldust is so reputable. And so I love the, again, the growth that you've, that you have maintained with your business, both businesses and it's steady and the reputation is there and you stand by that reputation. I think, and I think you're so strong and so empowering. Thank you. Um, and young women look up to you. Uh, Women of all ages look up to you and they relate to you. And some men too. Yes. And some men too. <laughs> but, and Thank also you. let's, let's also mention that you also have a beauty line, right? Is that, is yeah. that the correct term? Of- so I want to ask one thing before yeah. you get into that. Yeah, yeah. So just because you, you talk to Elena regularly, yes. I don't ever talk to you. Right. So I kind of want, I kind of oh, want what a loss. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm missing out. Yeah. So I, I want to share with you my perception of what I see. Yeah. And then follow it up with a question because I think like for me, what I see of, of you and what you do and your brand and everything that comes out of, of, of Tina yeah. and everything that Tina does, it all seems very polished. Mm-hmm. It all seems very, um, in a great way, mm-hmm. polished, professional, very, um, just, I'm trying to think of a word, but like strong. And it comes from a place of, I feel like it comes from a place of like, where the fuck did this woman come from? Kind of a thing. Yeah. And I mean that in the, in the, in the, in the greatest way. So oh, my I question to you is like, where, there's so much confidence that just spews out of everything you do. Where does that come from? Have you always had that? Um, gosh, I, I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. When I was a child, I went to a Catholic school and, um, I was very much a wallflower because I didn't really felt like I fit in, mm-hmm. um, in the Catholic school. I loved my experience in the Catholic education, but you know, <clears throat> an uncle who's a hell's angel, they're not necessarily going to church on Sunday, you know, right. so it was like kind of navigating in these two different worlds. Um, yeah. But in a strange way, I think that was the beauty of creating who I am today, um, recognizing that we are all very different and that doesn't make one person right or wrong. It just mm-hmm. makes us different, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I also, um, I'm emphatic about intolerance of, of a lack of respect. Right. It infuriates me, mm-hmm. um, and it is sorely lacking in much of today's youth. Um particularly young professionals. Mm-hmm. Very much. Um, they just think that they're going to open their doors to whatever that is. And I deserve everything. Yeah. Not just some things, everything. Entitled. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, confidence for me, it's not, I don't even know that it was so much intentional as it much as it was. Don't fuck with me. Yeah, I love that. That's really what it boils down to. You're a no bullshit person. I'm not. I I also, if we have a conversation and you ask me to do something and I agree to do it, you do not ever have to think about that again. It will be handled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I tell you no, don't ask me again because Mm -hmm. I said no. Mm -hmm. Um, I handle my business that same exact way. So I'm just... Simple. I'm simple. I am a simple person. It's pretty straightforward. But you know, every every business person yeah. should handle it, that yeah. your business that yeah. way. Well, and I didn't mean to stray from what, but you also posted something the other day. Which, oh yeah, we, uh, yeah. We were talking about just a message that you got that had no no punctuation, no no introduction, just no, no nothing, no and finesse, nothing. So I know we wanted to talk about it today because Elena, we 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 get posts like that, and some of mine are a little different. I understand. Like for me, it's like an apparel question about like. Well, because we have a product and, and Tina has a service. And so the questions may be different. So, uh, right. But and the obviously. Premise but, the but the premise is the same. Exactly. The premise is exactly the same. So this is a challenge because. Can you, you know, explain what the what the message was? To, well, this particular question had to do with. Um, 
wanting to know how much something would cost. Um, and, and, and I get those questions frequently, which the irony is if you just read the goddamn page, it tells you how much everything costs. <laughs> it's real simple, yeah, you know, yeah. but so lazy, very so lazy. People will send a message and say, I want this tattoo. How much will it cost? I mean, how, how about, Hello? would you like to know about your artist? Yeah. Would yeah. you like to look at a portfolio? Yeah. Would you like to know a little bit of history? Or do you want someone or that cold? Or do you just want to just, know what it costs? Because yeah. if you do, don't come to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want you as a client. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, the particular message that was received was just so dry and rude um, and not worthy of a response. And so there are instances where I do get text messages and I understand why they're texting, Um, maybe a lack of time, maybe a busy mom. And, you know, when you have small children running around, having a conversation is daunting. So (laughs) texting is. And and for that, I mean, I have that smartphone. I have three different copy and paste responses depending on what that question is. And I don't mind Mm-hmm. utilizing that technique but there's a little bit of an, an introduction they give you it's not just that's such right a dry that's exactly right yeah. um but i also struggle with that because i feel like today we're losing the art of a human connection mm-hmm. you know people don't look at you in the eyes when they're talking to you anymore no you go to my husband and i we um you talk about a couple basic bitches. Here we are. We go to uh, pizza every single Sunday. That's our cheat every Sunday. And we sit almost at the same spot every mm-hmm. Sunday. And we look, you know, he and I have a lot to talk about because, you know, 28 years of history, you got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This past Sunday, we're getting ready to leave for Europe. And so both of us had our phones out and we were sitting together side by side and like going back and forth and sharing what the um, information was, it was mm-hmm. kind of like doing some planning and whatnot. Yeah. But both of us looked at each other and chuckled and said, we look like them. <laughs> <laughs> we look like we don't like each other. That's yeah. Funny. And we're on our phones, you know, <laughs> because you, you look at people around you and they're not talking to each other. No. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts my heart to see that, you know, Carson, my youngest son, now 19 at the time was a maybe a sophomore in high school. And he said, Mama, I think I'm ready to ask so and so for a date. It was his first date. And I was like, cool, which meant that I would be taking them on a date. Right. Right. And I said, cool, you can totally do that. Um, but you can't text her. You can't, um, you know, snap or whatever, whatever crap they're doing. You know, you can't do any of that. You have to ask her in person. You can't call her. And he's like, what? That's weird. Why would I do that? (laughs) I was like, no, what's weird is that you would want to ask her to go spend time with you. And you're not comfortable asking her by looking her in her eyes. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I feel like the people... The people that messaged you, the people that leave those, those are the same people that don't, that don't fucking say thank you when you like open the door, which I'm finding a lot more now. Absolutely. And it's really, really, and I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about Texas hospitality because we go up North, nobody fucking says thank you when you open a damn door. But here I feel like I, I think just more and more, and sometimes it's adults too that just don't say thank you. And I always want to pull them back in. Yeah. And I think we live in a world that's just so fast paced. And I've said this yeah. before, like when I, when I share, um, like a piece of jewelry that I bought from a local vendor right. and, and I tag the person right. and I said, contact Tina for this awesome necklace. And then the comment, where do I get that necklace? Not and even I'm that, like, not even that. I like when they go, I was on your site for five yeah, minutes and I couldn't I, find, I can't this find necklace. the necklace. And I'm like, y'all listen to that. I had a, <laughs> I had a situation, um, Two weeks ago that happened that I almost wanted to jump through my phone with this person. <laughs> um, my my aunt's uh, husband had been battling cancer for a couple of years, and he subsequently lost his he lost his battle uh, two weeks ago. And so oh, I, sorry, at Tina. the same time, thank you. I, at the same time, the day of the service, mm-hmm. had a meeting 
a first time meeting with somebody scheduled. And so I very promptly messaged her and said, I'm going to need to reschedule today's visit that, um, you know, I have a, a, a family service to attend. I apologize for any inconvenience. You know, I was, yeah, whatever. Is there a time that we can meet? Her response, yes, between four and six. Ouch. Oh, my God. Ooh. So my response oh to my her God. was, clearly you didn't read my message. And then she later responded, no, I'm sorry, I didn't read it. Yeah, it's so fast-paced. People like, are skimming. Well, but, it's, but that's it's, so disrespectful. I know, girl. I know, girl. So disrespectful. You know, when, you, when somebody says, I'm so busy... I want to punch him in the throat mm -hmm. because we're all busy. Yeah, we're all busy. We're all busy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it's very common that I work 70 hours a week. Very yeah, I believe that. By mm -hmm. choice, mm -hmm. right? I don't tell people, oh, I'm just too busy. I just can't do that. It just sounds so egotistical. And so just, yeah, it's not necessary. <laughs> Yeah. Whether you're busy or not, do you want to do this or not? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Doesn't right. matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter what do you your think schedule yes or is. No. Mm -hmm. You want to participate or not? Because if you yeah. wanted to, you because would go. Because if you wanted to, you will. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a shirt that that's I found that, right. that I want to wear that says, I'm sorry I'm late. I didn't want to come. That's exactly right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, quit this passive aggressive <laughs> shit. Leads either yes or no. Sorry, you know right, I, I don't mean? want to yeah. come. <laughs> that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Yeah, passive I know. aggressive. Yeah. Cannot stand. Uh, yeah, mine too. I just can't Like, let's just go. Life is too short. Just tell me what you're talking about. Like, be real. My dad, when I was little, he said to me, um, you know, Tina, not everybody is going to like you. And I just thought, you were so rude. <laughs> like, why would you even say that to yeah. me? Of course, he followed it up with, they'll be wrong, but they're not going to like you. And it was, it was a joke. But later in life, I really appreciated the value of that. Yeah, it's not true. Everybody's, not everybody likes me. Well, you're, you're not that's for okay. everybody. And that's, that a, is, that's not your tribe. That is okay. That's exactly right. And, you know, the truth is, I don't like everybody. <laughs> That's okay, too. That I'm, is quite I'm, all right. I'm at work, and I text Omar, I hate everybody today, Omar. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, something's going on, or I mean, people at work are pissing me off, and yeah. it's like, I fucking hate everybody. Well, I'm wondering if, if, this, if this makes sense, because one of the things we say sometimes when people are afraid to... Uh, charge a higher rate or a rate yeah. that they deserve for their service yeah and say oh people won't pay that and then we always say like the right people will pay that that's right it's kind of the same thing with you you're like people won't like me or i think the right people will like you yeah well it's very interesting i had a, a client tonight who um she said to me tina i didn't realize you opened a second location and this has happened multiple times in the recent past and i said no i haven't opened a second location um but there's a young artist in town who's uh, managed to take what I have created and basically copy and paste it. And so it is very misleading, mm -hmm. um, but not my problem because I can't control what other people can do. That's I can control what I can do. That's a very important to um, say in here. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> The point with that was sharing with her, I'm sorry that you were misled. Um, I appreciate you staying my client, staying true to me. Yeah. Um, trusting me. And, um, and then we joked around a little bit about, you know, you like some people, you don't like some people, whatever kind of thing. And when she walked out the door, she said, you're my person. <laughs> I love that. And I just kind of laughed um, at that. You know, that's kind of an endearing term that you reserve for those people who are yeah. close to you, right? Right. But um, very much that is an overall commonality with my clients. Mm -hmm. Like we're each other's people because you're vulnerable. You're on your back. You're trusting me with your face. Yeah. Um, we're talking. It usually gets pretty. It gets very personal. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Um, so I guess I did end up using my college degree after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, my husband always teased me and said, why are you, why are we paying for this master's degree? I'm like, because yeah, I want it. 
because I want it. So anyway, um, yeah, I okay. think that I think that that is that makes sense. That is where we I are. Gotcha. We're gonna take a quick break and then we got to talk all about her. Yeah. Yes, I love personal. it. This is our break music. I love it. Better it so be much. like some techno Cardi B shit. It's actually from <laughs> Money uh, Bitch. It's not. It's from the Making Three Amigos. Money Moves. I money just, Moves. That's I funny. Just, I actually screenshot because I was going to show you. I was like, I'm coming over to the Laura's house tonight. <laughs> like, I'm getting ready. We're going to talk about some money. All right. We'll be right back, everyone. Hey, guys. We got another sponsor. It's me, Taco Gear. I'm just taking a minute to thank you all for listening to our podcast every week and to remind you that I have an entire brand dedicated to tacos. It all started with one shirt design, and it's been an amazing ride ever since. A ride that's connected me even more with my culture that I love and am so proud of. We have hats, shirts, stickers, buttons, and so much more, all celebrating the taco. Check it all out on tacogear.com. We're back, everybody. We're back, bitches. <laughs> if you didn't know, uh, our listeners know, but Elena calls everybody bitches in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I text, like, I text Tina, like, bitch. All the time. All the time. It's Can you believe? Or, totally. Yeah. Um, so totally. I'm going to, okay, so I'll, there's some stuff you want to cover, Elena, uh-huh. in the second half, but I forgot to tell my story of when Elena got oh, yeah. her brows done the very first time. Uh, <laughs> I'm always on board with whatever she wants to do. I don't care. I always think it's weird when uh, guys or husbands have a preference of hair or whatever right, on their. It's right. just or like my husband doesn't want me to cut my hair. It's I'm fucking like, weird. Oh, no, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Cheers. weird. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, she got her brows done, and of course, like back then, um, I hadn't heard of the process before, so it was all new to me. So I had my, my questions were like, like tattoo, tattoo, right. which is a misconception. Uh, right. It's not that at all. But, but also visually scary because at one point in time when women got their brows tattooed, you know, it was. Oh, yeah. Straight tattoo. Seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she comes home and she and they look they look bold. Right. And they looked. Uh, You're being so polite. Symmetrical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God. And, yeah. They look bold and symmetrical. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, and in all honesty, they were shaped better than when you naturally shaped them. Yeah. Great. Of course. Professional did it. And that's okay. Um, and it's hard for you to shape your own. It's weird. It anyway, is weird. So she went to sleep and I don't think it was the first night or the second. No, night. it was like within the first week. Like I was healing. And so stuff. obviously they heal, they flake just like when you normally get tattooed. So I, uh, I, I, I sleep through everything and I remember, um, I was asleep and all of a sudden I heard, <gasps> Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And she gets up and she runs to the bathroom. We were in this house, right? We're in this house. She runs to the bathroom, which we have two doors that, clothes from friction so she fl- flings them open and making so much noise and is in the bathroom and i don't, i was expecting to hear like vomiting or something and then she um no bitch you know what happened <laughs> i can already i already know flaked no well she oh you hit it she I she woke up it. she goes i woke up and i was scratching my eyebrows and i thought i i thought i scratched them off so she went to go see if they were still on because you know you get an itch in the middle of the night and, you're yeah. like, oh, and, I'm like, <gasps> and i got up and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god did I scratch? it woke you out of your sleep yes girl i was like did i just scratch you are dedicated <laughs> it's dedicated. hard that like i feel like a, a tattoo on your body you know not to scratch yeah. but your eyebrows like you forget yeah well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm. We're well, all. Well, t- also, it's so superficial. Exactly, your brow is completely different. It is not a tattoo at all. That's what Gerald was asking me yesterday. He's like, "Is it different from a face tattoo?" And I was like, "I think so." One hundred percent. I was just asking about the pain tolerance. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I mean, it's it can still be a little bit um, uncomfortable for some, sure. and for others, it's nothing at all. But traditional tattooing, like you have, we're penetrating multiple layers of skin, like to the depths of our soul, basically. <laughs> And then <laughs> eyebrows, you know, it's second layer. You're okay. breaking the skin, you know. And so in some instances, people will say, well, why don't you just go a little bit deeper then so that that pigment can settle in and it'll last a little longer? Great question. But because then you'll need stitches. <laughs> yeah. Real I basic. Um, yeah. yeah. Question for all of us here who um, are tattooed. 
Do you ever find yourself waking up picking at your tattoo when it's healing? No. Damn it. I'm the only one. It happens. And I catch myself and I freak like out. Like picking at it because it's, scab. It, like it's healing? Picking hmm. at the, yeah. is, it, is it itching or is it just like that's maybe a tick, a nervous I think tick? It's an, I think it's just a tick. I just yeah. woke up like this last one. I was yeah. softly what looking for. What products do you use when you're healing? Um, what do we have? Yeah, that's it. But like twice a day at the most, if anything. Most of them, I just don't put anything. I personally, that's our philosophy. Yeah. Dry heel. And then once it starts to get just a little bit too alligator-ish, then we use a little bit of the uh, Lubriderm. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Lubriderm unscented. It's just a nice clean. I try um, not to put a lot. I put before um, I go to work and then when I go to bed and that's about it. Yeah. But light layers. Yeah. For for those of you that don't know Tina, um, our listeners that don't know you, don't know that you're heavily tattooed. Heavily, yeah. And... um, all over and i love when she comes to my office and she's like in a sleeveless in this a very conservative office mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. um and she comes in like zero fucks given mm-hmm. about who's looking at her mm-hmm. and who's like judging her because mm-hmm. i'm sure you get looks on because i think you know, for women I it's do. just so I, different I do, but you know it's such an interesting um dichotomy now that I've never cared about that because yeah. this is a choice. And yeah, right. so I've taken that on. Now, when my children were little, I cared very much. And so I always made it a point to be covered up for at the, at going to school and things like that because I didn't ever want for their teachers to judge me and then treat them differently uh, as a result. Wow. So I always was covered. It wasn't until Carson recognized, like, Mama, why why are you always in long sleeves when you come to school? And I told him why. And uh, he said, I don't care. And then, in fact, one, you know, couple years later, he called me. I said, hey, when you pick me up, I need you to wear cutoffs and a tank top. (laughs) And I said, what? And his dad has a 62 Impala. And I said, what are you talking about? He was in middle school. I think I'm not wearing cutoffs and a tank top. He's like, could you just do this for me, Mom? I don't ask for much. Can you just? Yeah. Can you just, uh, I don't ask for much, but everything. <laughs> and I said, yeah, cool. I will. So sure enough, I rolled up and I just stood out. I, I knew what was up, but I stood out and shorts and a little wife beater and just kind of leaned up against the hood with my arms crossed. And everybody, everybody was like, stop. It was like stopping traffic. <laughs> but whatever was going on with Carson at that time, it stopped. <laughs> It ended and stopped with mom appearing. I love it. Wow. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to text Tina. Can you show up to this meeting when in a tank top and go? Can you kick I the door you. open? And, yeah. 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 I'm surprised you didn't yeah. have a song request for you yeah. to play. Exactly. While you, while you rolled up, now. I just had that fan going, so my hair was like. <laughs> like uh, I was like, oh, what is it? Like some white snake song? Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> she was dancing on the car. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I couldn't exactly do that. That would have been inappropriate, but you know. So it had to be in slow motion, too. That would have been another story. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So Tina does a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of her products. Talk, talk. I do. What? So Tina, you launched a line, and, and she vended at my second Loca mm-hmm. for Loca when it was oh, just yeah. eleven at, vendors. At the she post, had, mm-hmm. yeah, she had products, yeah. and then you've just elevated your yeah. products to like this badass skincare beauty, right? Yeah. I mean, is yeah. that is that the right? So it's um, it is such a cool evolution. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, we've um, seen it. Yep. Um, I'm very, very proud of that. What started as just like, you know, your basic body butter Mm -hmm. and some bars of soap. Um, and in truth, it all started for, from my aftercare line. That's really, that that was the cultivation of this magic because I wanted to ensure that my clients had safe products to care for themselves that didn't interface poorly with the chemical composition of the pigment that was being used mm-hmm. when I tattooed them. So one thing led to another and, um, each order I started thinking I would like to do this and I would like to do that and I would like to do this or whatever. Um, I want to do it all kind of thing, but <clears throat> we now have expanded to carry different, types of soaps so it's not just a bar soap it's not just a whipped soap it's not just a um a 
like a sugar scrub soap. It they all have different properties mm-hmm. and they all serve different purposes and particularly for a different line of women. Yeah. Um, you know, 20 year olds can use almost anything where 50 plus year olds can't, you yeah. know, using some exfoliating soap on a 50 year old will, it could potentially harm her yeah. because it could crack and dry her skin. So right. it's not safe. So you need to be able to recognize that and share those facts with them. And then dry oils are very helpful and beautiful and, um, yeah, you helped me, um, you helped me put together a box for my stepmother and yeah. you had asked me like, how old is she? And I said, yeah. I think she's like 40 something, like past yeah, 40, yeah, yeah. So maybe 50. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gave her the oil. Yeah. And I'm, she said, I'm allowed to? I'm allowed. Yeah. I remember we went to go She's like 60. No, is she really? No. Okay. Well, I don't know. Continue. Shit. I don't know. But anyway, I gave her. Yeah, you damn Mexicans. You guys age beautifully. So I gave her the oil and she was like, oh my God, I love it. Because yeah. she could, it's body and hair, yeah. and she's got very coarse hair, but mm. like a lot of volume. Yeah. And I said, uh, I said you can put it on wet, or you can put it mm. on dry at the ends, or whatever. And she's like in high heaven with all those products. I love it. I love that. It makes me feel good when somebody else feels good in, in yeah. using a product. They're all um, a, a natural base. Not all are vegan, but most are vegan none of them are tested on animals that's imperative um to me um price point nothing is going to be over 30 dollars ever yeah it's super affordable it has to be you know life life is challenging life is expensive our beauty product shouldn't be either one of those yeah, things. Yeah, I agree with that. They just shouldn't. Yeah. So um, there is something for everyone um, and mindful of all conditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you um, ship online? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We do it so, all. So we we're going to put links to everything in the um, show notes. What's your next mad scientist product that you've got coming Well, up? so it's kind of a returning to my why. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm no longer taking new clients. Yes. And I've hired a new artist from Austin and I am so excited to have her join our family. We've known her for about eight years. I trust her implicitly and she just has this great vibe. So I know mm-hmm. that she is going to be able to, um, carry the burden of, gold dust magic because mm-hmm. that's a heavy feat and you need to be able to mm-hmm. st- have strong enough shoulders to do that. Um, but her along with my faithful Allie who, Oh, I love Allie. God, I mean, God damn it. I'm so proud of her. She, she has no idea how fucking magical she is. Mm. Like she just doesn't, you know, and yeah. that's part of her beauty mm-hmm. is she's just so raw and eager to learn i love her and she's yeah good energy i mean she does yeah. she does she's just such a good she's person real and cool. you know what what makes her a wonderful artist is um her continued desire to learn every day Every day she's doing something. There's always room for growth with her. Always. Yeah. I mean, That's there's amazing. room for growth for every single one of us in every single I believe aspect that. Yeah. of our lives. Yeah. The minute that we're like, now I got this, like, bitch, your ego needs to go. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the two of them taking on the beautification aspect of gold dust, um, I'm going to focus more on the medical, which is what kind of where my heart is and um where i'd like to to really do good yeah um and then we've got these master classes i was telling gerald about that about you hosting these classes elena this is like it is unbelievable these master classes it started off um the year i opened in the in the new studio and they're quarterly the first class was like 25 women and I was like, okay, this is way too many. We need to scale back because I want this intimate feel and Mm -hmm. you know, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Second one was like 17. Anyway, this next one in uh, December, 
whom you're joining me yes, on the panel. I'm yes, so excited. <laughs> um, 33 women. Oh. 33 guests. Yeah. But um, Randy, who owns Driftwood Coffee, has um, graciously opened the doors for us to be able to um, pl- have our have our class there. That's so awesome. we'll start awesome. off with um, that. The whole premise of these master classes it's it's twofold. One, we're incorporating local businesses to work together, mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure why. But that's a challenge here in this town. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, I'd like to see it happen more often. So um, we are having five of us work together, physical aspect of it, and then beauty aspect of it. Um, We're talking about a little bit of an empowerment Mm -hmm. element. Mm -hmm. how we do navigate some of the challenges as being business owners, um, particularly for women. Yeah. And then um, the last aspect will be about a particular um, type of cleansing and detoxing for the end of the year and opening up your heart for the, the next year. So those master classes are really magical to me. And yeah. I would love to be able to um, integrate them Maybe more than quarterly, yeah, if it's possible. Right yeah. now, I can't. I just can't do. I just can't do it all. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. So. And so, people, if, if people are interested in this class or even next year's master classes, um, they can find your information on your website. So, um, you know, I'm a, a little embarrassed to say the website is not as updated as it should be. Um, I'm not tech savvy with that, and I don't. I'm lazy. I don't want to be tech savvy. So, but everything is posted on, on social Facebook media. Page. And okay. then of course that goes to the blog of the website. Got it. Um, the best thing to do if you have any desire in a masterclass is to call the studio and get on that wait list. Because okay. for instance, the December class, it sold out in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Done. Wow. Very cool. Just sold out. Yeah. So, um, how is your also, um, for those that don't know, um, Tina asked me to donate, um, some rice lavender bags for yes. a fundraiser that she's doing for the breast cancer association. Right. So we have, um, October is of course, breast cancer awareness mm-hmm. month and, um, the American cancer society has their local making strides against breast cancer, mm-hmm. um, for Corpus Christi. And so we curated, a box of um, 12 products made by 12 different local businesswomen, yourself and myself included. And the value of that box um, totals, I think it was like $480 or something, something really generous. And we're selling that box for $100. And all of the proceeds go to ACS making strides. So that'd be a $5,000 in total donation. And so for just a quick cap, we have, as you said, the um, rice lavender bags. And at first I called them a face mask, but I don't want to because they're <laughs> shaped so nicely. Yeah, It's perfect for warming in yeah. the microwave and putting on a sore shoulder right. or even your tummy or mm-hmm. wherever. Um Skincare Boutique uh, um, provided facials, $165 facial. That's a, so yeah, it's incredible, awesome. right? Yeah. Um, a yoga class with uh, Crossroads. I put in a bath bomb, body polish, um, lip balm, body butter, and the Babetown Tote. Um, Halcyon put in the Elta MD uh, sunscreen, which is the best, the best, mm-hmm. the best. And I, I know I'm missing several Michelle with, um, a French bakery and matcha. She put in some chocolates, which I'm not going to lie. I just had to buy a box to eat the chocolates because <laughs> it was <laughs> ridiculous. The best, yeah. Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. So a beautiful collection by a beautiful group of women. Um, and if anybody is interested in, um, Getting one of those boxes would make a great gift for somebody you love or for yourself. Um, please visit me at the studio. Yeah. 1045 so, Airline Road. 
Boom. Or call me. Awesome. So you still have some of those boxes left. So I we do. Can... We started with 50 and I think we have like 15 left. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. So get on it. But we need it. We yeah. need, we need to sell those 15. That's yeah. We need to get rid of all of them. Let's do it. Awesome. Um, Tina, I wanted to ask as we get to the end yeah. of the podcast, um, <clears throat> out of all the stuff that you've done, like what, what, um, what challenges have you come across that kind of stick with you on number one, like you overcame it. And number two, that the audience should hear to, I don't know, motivate them or just be aware again that there's challenges that do happen, but people do overcome them. Yeah. What's come up like that for you? Um, on a personal note, um, when I had Christian, I come from a long line of addiction. And mm-hmm. so when I had my son, I had to make a conscious decision. Did I want my son to be embarrassed mm-hmm. to have me as his mother? Or did I want to embarrass my son because I chose to embarrass him, you know, Uh on my free will? So I elected to um, not participate in any illicit behavior, whether it would be drinking or any substances or anything. So I have been sober for uh, 28 years. Wow. Um, That, I don't know that that was an over, that was something that was challenging for me to overcome because it was something I straight away looked at my son's eyes and knew what kind of mother I wanted to be. Um, but it is an obstacle to love people with addictions. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so love yourself more. Love yourself more. I love that Tina. Yeah. That's a, that's a hard sell. Um, professionally, um, I recently had my ass served to me. You did? Um, I did. Um, I had a really unfortunate situation um, transpire between an artist. Um, It just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm a firm believer that when things don't work out, that's okay. It's just meant, it means that there's something else around the bend for both parties. Um, it doesn't ever need to play out negative. It doesn't ever need to get loud, messy. It, it just doesn't need to get any, any of that. And Mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm too old. And quite frankly, I don't want to take an assault charge on anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's important. I did, I did have, uh, I, I did have my, you know, my feelings were really crushed um, mm-hmm. over some really unnecessary um, things that transpired because it just didn't work out. Sure. So um, it, learning how to deal with people every day, no matter how old you are and mm-hmm. no matter how successful you are, is a challenge and it's a humbling experience to recognize that um, I don't always know. I don't always know the best route to take or the mm-hmm. best words mm-hmm. to say or, um, right. you know. Well, you're also expressing that you two are vulnerable to feelings that I mean, of, absolutely, which is important to hear because yeah. I think people think that eventually they get to this level where I don't get. I just don't give so much of a fuck that like nothing's going to bother me. But really, unless you're that, well, your soul is that gone and nothing truly does. I do. I do probably have a little bit of a black soul. No, (laughs) but, um, you know, here's the thing in any kind of a a situation like this one that I've mentioned here on a professional, um, matter, it, it, it did sting. Mm -hmm. It did sting at the end of the day. I don't give two fucks about you. Right. Because not that you're an irrelevant person, I'm not saying that at all, but you are completely irrelevant to my life. There you go. Yeah. So it's not to dismiss somebody. I don't, that that would, that's just catty. And I'm not that kind of person, but to dismiss you from my life, that's the route it goes. So, but I think that we would be in, you know, just inhuman, inhumane to not, say yeah that stung or mm-hmm. wow you're a bitch you <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> yeah 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 whatever the situation is whatever <laughs> the situation is so um i think that the you know the moral to that little story is that no matter how long you've been in business you're going to have some professional 
um, successes and some professional losses. And that's the ebb and flow of life. And again, going back to this like picture perfect Mm -hmm. world that people are presenting life to be, it's not true. Mm -hmm. It's just not true. We all have gains and we all have losses and it's okay. Yeah, Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. One of the reasons that we started this podcast too was because we like to we thought it was kind of, um, I don't know if it's therapeutic in a way, but yeah. before we did season four with a bunch of guests, it's literally just me and Elena talking to each yeah. other about our day, um, the ups and the downs. Right. And a lot of the times we on the podcast would share, because if something happens to Elena, I don't know, like somebody posts something bad or negative, yeah. she usually calls me mm-hmm. and uh, and we talk about it or, or the, vice versa. I'll call her and be like, usually I have her answers. And then when I call her, I just need to hear them. Yep. Um, for myself and, and, and we kind of, we kind of work with each other that way, but right. yeah, some of that shit still stings. And it's funny because she, um, Elena mentioned to you before we started recording or I mentioned that Elena didn't want to do this podcast when we first started Yeah. because of being vulnerable. And I wasn't thinking about that at all. Yeah. And lo and behold, the first negative re- review we got was directed to me. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, it's gone now and yeah. they probably, I'm sure they still listen. But they called me, uh, what are they called? Condescending. Condescending asshole. Condescending oh, I get asshole. called that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that your voice get, is annoying. My I voice is annoying. I can't that change that. All the time that I'm condescending or I'm talking down to somebody. Yeah. No, I'm not, bitch. Just step up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't ever talk down to anybody, ever. I wasn't even. Level yeah. up. Yeah. No, it's. I, 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 yeah. I, you, Deal with the insecurities and, like, come on. There were I two. mean, not you. I mean, like, yeah. people, no. people yeah. are insecure yeah. when they say something like that. I think like one that. of the most important pieces of advice that was given to me um, was a very dear friend of mine. I was going through a really bad breakup, and um, she looked at me with love, but she was like, you are just not that fucking important. Huh. All right. Like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? And the bottom line was, what was happening wasn't about me. This was this other person's stuff. I was the brunt of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, we definitely interfaced, excuse me, as a result of all of that. But what was actually happening wasn't my stuff, you mm-hmm. know. And so we all need to remember that. Like this gentleman who's saying that you were sounding condescending. It was a woman. Okay, this woman. <laughs> See, was, was that condescending? This? I'm sorry. I yeah, know. yeah. Actually, that was really uncalled for. <laughs> I mean, that was a very unnecessary clarification, <laughs> sir. Um, but I mean. There's no point for that to have been said yeah. right. to begin with. Yeah. Um, and, and whatever their shit was yeah. is still their shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they changed it. And, and I remember we, we, the first thing we did was talk about it on the next episode, yeah. not to give it too much attention, yeah. but just that I heard it. But, but what we were talking, I think we were doing, we were talking about it as a lesson to the audience. Cause I mean, it's something mean, Yeah. but I remember that all the words, um, th- what she said, uh, after reading it all, I remember saying, okay, but none of, but is the podcast good? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pot was the information so I can good. One up you. I can actually one up you on this. <laughs> okay. It's so embarrassing, okay. but I can, I can do it. I believe it. I'm ready. All right. This child comes into the tattoo shop and wants to get, um, Rodriguez across his throat Throat. with his, with his dad. You know, he just turned 19 and we hadn't been opened too long. And, um, you know, you don't want any negative reviews ever. They're detrimental. And you and I and Elena all know how hard and how diligently we work to maintain a five star review. Absolutely. Everything to us. Yeah. And so here I am, not just a business owner, but a mom Mm -hmm. looking at this young man and saying, this is the worst idea you have ever had in your entire 18 years of life. Do not do this. You do not understand the number of doors that you are about to close before they've even opened. Please don't do this. I was not being like you're a fucking idiot, you know, but yeah. I was just talking to yeah, this person. Yeah. <clears throat> we didn't tattoo him. 
We wouldn't, that's just not, that's not our business. We wouldn't do it. Right. Later, we um, received a negative review that said, um, the, the, the older woman. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> the older woman, um, who I think is the owner was trying to tell me what I should and shouldn't do. Oh so Dude, she out of the all teeth? of that, I lost my shit because I'm like, Chris, <laughs> this asshole called me an older woman. <laughs> The balls of this 18-year-old kid, you know. But, I mean, it's funny, but, you know, the no, truth is, like, we can just do our best. Yeah. That's sure. just it, you know. And, and Chris told me at one point that when you're good at something, they're going to take it. And they're going to take all of it. And as yeah. much as you're willing to give, they're going to take it. And then even when you're done giving they're still going to take from you. So we yeah. just have to know when to say when is our when. And yeah. Yeah. Be grateful that we had an opportunity. Yeah. That's good. I love it. This was a good episode. This was a great they're episode. All good. Was, they're all good. <laughs> this <laughs> one was the fucking best. This, is, this one was bitching. <laughs> we had a, we had, we had a couple of, a couple episodes ago. I think it was a, we had the founder, founder of Comic-Con here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Comic-Con. Yeah. She's so sweet. And 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 uh, this one was Daniel, but both of them. But he's a, he's a co-founder. Okay. He texts me later, and he was like, "Just be ready for your numbers to blow up when you put my episode out." Oh. Like, I want you to make sure you have the. Did right. they blow up? I will not confirm or deny. But but, but it was but just he was fun. so he was being so funny. About it. But he was being so funny. About he was like, it. "Just make sure the servers have enough power to, to monitor it's the gonna traffic." Blow up. It's gonna All right, blow Daniel. Up. Daniel, this one's to you, dude. We're on. We're on now. I'm gonna I'm gonna track the numbers next and see who's one up. We're gonna get a, a giveaway yeah. a belt. Yeah. Um, Tina, thank you so much thank for being you, here. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, friends. We're gonna I put enjoyed it. all of uh, Tina's information in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I had a blast. This was next, fun. Next Cheers. Week will be uh, this finale next week. That's right. So awesome. Stay tuned. Hasta la próxima. Bye, everyone. Bye.